The G7 gang are getting together on a video call of some kind. So let's bring in Simon Marks, who's monitoring developments in Washington, D.C. for us this morning. Joe Biden, a keen at least to have a conversation about the latest developments. Yeah, very much so, Martin. And that comes in light, of course, of the uh, very clear evidence now that a new phase has begun in Russia's war against Ukraine. This uh, assault on eastern Ukraine, the Donbass, particularly the regions around the cities of Donetsk and Luhansk, uh, that the Ukrainian president, Volodymyr Zelensky, announced had started last night and that the United States has been predicting for weeks. They said this would be the Russian playbook. They insisted that Russian forces were not withdrawing from Ukraine over the last couple of weeks, but simply repositioning and preparing for a much broader offensive against eastern Ukraine. So uh, the call, according to the White House, uh, with allies and partners, uh, will begin at around 2.45 in the afternoon UK time. Uh, They've set at least an hour and a half aside for it. Uh, in the president's uh, calendar today and he's got a busy schedule today because as soon as it's over he's going to be heading off to New Hampshire to uh, continue promoting some of his domestic initiatives here in the United States. The White House says that this call is to discuss our continued support for Ukraine and efforts to hold Russia accountable as part of our close coordination. So there are you know two potential deliverables coming out of this conversation perhaps uh, over the course of the next few days. One of them would be uh, additional weapons supplies being uh, ordered up and sent off uh, to Ukrainian armed forces. Uh, The other, of course, would be the possible imposition uh, of additional sanctions against Russia and Russian officials, especially uh, given the fact that uh, there's a meeting taking place this week uh, on the fringes uh, of the IMF uh, and World Bank spring meetings uh, here in Washington of uh, G20 finance ministers, uh, with the Americans even saying they will boycott uh, some elements of those meetings if they include Russian officials. So this may be a propitious week. The Biden administration will uh, perhaps conclude to unveil fresh sanctions. I think they'll be putting some pretty heavy pressure in this conversation on the German Chancellor Olaf Scholz as well, because as much as President Biden over the last few weeks has insisted the Western alliance and uh, the United States, the transatlantic partnership is more united than at any time in the past. It is still very evident that, evident that Germany is not completely on board with a number of the decisions uh, that President Biden has been making, particularly uh, the provision of lethal weaponry for Ukrainian forces. And, of course, pressure is building still on the president uh, from the Ukrainian leadership itself, from President Zelensky, Foreign Minister, Uh, Kuleva uh, and others uh, who say, look, this is now clearly going to become a protracted grinding conflict uh, and as a result, you really need to keep the weaponry moving and of course they would like to see much more than that being done. And uh, the other talking point I think worthy of note as uh, as we in England almost forget about COVID restrictions and the Scots ditch face masks as a mandated requirement for their citizens you've got a right old sort of administration versus the judiciary ding dong going on. Yeah it's not at this point actually much of a ding dong because we don't know if the administration is going to ding as a result of the judiciary's last night uh, decision to dong. What happened in uh, Florida uh, last night 
highlight is that uh, a federal judge struck down efforts by the Biden administration to extend the face mask mandate on public transportation in the United States. Buses, trains, planes. That's one area uh, where the national government is able uh, to promulgate regulations. They wanted the face mask mandate to be extended until at least early May. A judge in Florida struck that down and within minutes, quite literally, passengers on board planes, on uh, Amtrak trains were being told they no longer needed to wear their face masks because the judgment had come down. The ruling had been made and so masks were being removed aboard public transportation uh, last night uh, and indeed they are not likely, I think, uh, to come back into force unless uh, the administration decides, first of all, to appeal this ruling uh, and secondly, to appeal it, obviously, successfully. Uh, So the airlines that have been putting pressure on the government for months here, in in the case of United Airlines, uh, over a year now for the face mask mandate to be lifted, immediately uh, celebrated the decision of the judge and told passengers, thanks for everything you've done, uh, but now you don't have to wear face masks unless you want to. Public health professionals are absolutely furious about this. And there is a distinction, uh, Martin, between the situation, of course, in the UK and the situation here in the United States. We remain in a situation where only 66% of the public is fully vaccinated. And that is using the old two-shot yardstick. As far as boosters are concerned, we're basically nowhere. Fewer than half the American public have had even a first booster shot. There's been very minimal pickup uh, of the second booster shot among the over 50s. Uh, And so the Biden administration has got a big political decision to make. Is it going to battle this ruling and try to get face masks mandated again on public transport or simply give in, walk away and say, well, we're emerging from the pandemic? Yeah. And just by the by, I happen to have some family members travelling to the United States. Those restrictions on other people inbound to the USA are likely to stick around for the while, are they? Do you think? Um, I think it's unlikely, actually. I mean, it or could they be liberated they, too, for instance, they, from they, the requirement? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as I understood the ruling, the implications of the ruling last night, certainly face masks not required any longer on any domestic flights within the United States and not required on any flights that were heading to an international destination that itself did not require them. I'm actually okay. flying to the UK myself later this week, so it will be an interesting test of the rules. <laughs> we'll compare notes. <laughs> Thank you, Simon. Okay, Simon Marks reporting live from Washington, D.C., uh, concluding my stint on the air, looking after the developments around the world and around the U.K. for you here on LBC News.